See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy or empty deception according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. So the reason... um, The reason that we're starting here and not in chapter 1, verse 1, is that understanding Paul's motive or understanding Paul's purpose is actually uh, a vital component. It's absolutely vital to rightly dividing uh, this letter, okay? And that's, that's a... Christianese phrase, I know some of, most of you should know it, but to rightly divide the word of truth simply means that we are going to rightly interpret it. We're going to rightly understand it. We're going to look to what the definition of the terms mean. We're going to look to the context. We're going to look to all of the really important pieces of the letter. We're going to look, as Psalm 119 would say, we're going to look at the whole of Scripture, and we're going to interpret what God is actually saying. So it's really important that we, that we look to the context, we look to the purpose statement for this letter to rightly divide it. As a principle, uh, understanding a situation accurately is essential to a correct application. And I'm going to say this slightly different this way. I'm going to say it flipped around uh, so that maybe it sticks with you. Accurate application must follow accurate information. Accurate application must follow accurate information. This is the exact reason why men don't build furniture well. Because they don't read accurate information, they wing it, okay? So winging it is not how we do it with the Bible. That's what most people seem to try to do, but we don't apply things well when we don't look at the directions. We also don't show up at our destination. Can I get an amen? Anybody there? Now, you have a GPS on your phone, so you have no excuse. I don't know why you're not following directions anymore. We live in the 21st century. But, so accurate application has to follow accurate information. Say that you and I are having a conversation, and in that conversation, I uh, don't give you or you don't catch a piece of pertinent information. I think every one of us would agree that jumping to conclusions in that situation or making uninformed assumptions would be very bad, right? We would all look at that as a bad thing. Instead, what we would do is we would want to seek clarification. Sadly, we don't often do this with the Scripture. We just take whatever our quick reading of the scripture is, whatever our personal interpretation is, whatever the church told us or whatever some pastor told us for eons of time, and we just take that. And that's how we walk forward. But we are supposed to be good Bereans, if you will. We are supposed to be good students of God's word. And so we need to seek clarification, especially in God's word. This is why the scripture tells us that we need to be slow to speak and quick to listen. You can be listening as you read God's word. Why? Because it's God who's speaking. I say this all the time. It's a fun statement. I wish I would have invented it or created it. But, but if you want to hear God's voice, you should read God's word. If you want to hear it audibly, read it out loud. Okay? You, you need to read God's word. You need to put your trust in that. And you need to be slow to speak, slow to come to conclusions, and you need to be quick quick to listen to what God has to say. This is also why I stress over and over uh, this phrase that uh, we may have the same vocabulary, but we've got to make sure we have the same dictionary. How many of you know the world believes they're loving people? How many of you know this? The world believes they're loving people, but not according to 1 Corinthians 13. 
Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not boast. Love keeps no record of wrong. Love does not celebrate in unrighteousness. The world goes, that's not our definition of love. But we're going to use the same vocabulary. We're going to use the same word. We've got to be careful with this. All of this is part and parcel to rightly dividing God's word. All of these, all of these principles will apply throughout this series through the book of Colossians. In order to arrive at an accurate, accurate application of Colossians, we are going to have to dive in or seek accurate information. All too often as Christians, we make a mess of God's word because we don't take the time to understand what's really going on. Instead of growing and learning as God intended, we take a path of least resistance. Don't we? How much time do we spend reading our Bible? We give it that five-second devotional that comes through our phone. We don't meditate on it day and night. In our comings, in our goings, talking about God's word. Always having our conversation seasoned with salt. We don't do it. We look for the path of least resistance. It's just common for us. Guess what, guys? Studying God's word, being devoted to him, reading his word, trusting him, loving him. Guess what it is? It's a sacrifice. And sacrifice, what's amazing about sacrifice, was it was given, the the act of sacrifice was given to the covenant people of God. Which means something. It means they already had a relationship with God. And that covenant of sacrifice given to a covenant people was intended to draw them nearer to him. When you study the word of God, when you devote yourself to the word of God, it is a sacrifice. It is drawing near to God. King David said something very important about sacrifice. He said, I refuse to offer God something that costs me nothing. And the church today looks for a way to sacrifice that which costs them the least possible. It's dangerous, church. It's dangerous. Why? Because you're going to walk away from your salvation. No, no, I don't necessarily believe that it's directly connected to that. But I do believe it's connected to you not walking in the freedom and the call of God in your life. He's given you his word. All scripture is God-breathed. All scripture is useful for, preach- for teaching and for correcting and for training in righteousness. It is useful for preaching. Most pastors should use more of it. <laughs> but it is really important that we understand what, what we're doing when we study. We have got to give God our heart. So sadly, we take this path of least resistance and we get distracted from all the real issues because we don't take the time to read it. 